Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen. Alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Brian, so happy to be here potting with you. I'm doing fabulous. 2020 is going to be my year. Hashtag blessed. Star eyes emoji. Send. Oh, cool. I got this message from Luke. Uh, wow. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. I, I, I feel that. I am like... I don't know. There's just something about the way he's talking to me right now that I really like. Brian, I'm I'm in the other room uh, messaging you through this cutting-edge voice-activated social media device. Uh, I got a sponsorship for our show, so we're going to be communicating this way all episode. Send. Oh, man. I don't like doing all this voice-to-text stuff, but uh, Luke, this sounds terrible. I don't want to do this hashtag what the fuck sent this is the contract we have with nerbert chat our uh, producer nerbert invented this social media device and so i agreed that we would uh use it on the show today i'm really proud of the product i think I shut the fuck up nerbert nobody even cares dude send you know what hold on It's sort of hard to berate Nerbert from the other room, so I yeah. think I'm just going to sit in here, but we are contractually obligated to use this device, so I'm still going to, even though I'm in front of you now, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still going to message you. Send. Gotcha. Yeah, that no, that makes sense. Uh, it's good to see you. I don't know why you would ever trust Nerbert to do anything, but I know. you got to do what you got to do. Send. I, uh... Me and him got really drunk one night, and then before I realized it, we're signing contracts. He's talking about his mm-hmm. tech startup, and I'm like, you know, keep that outside. That's your personal life, but here we are. I uh, am contractually obligated, so what you going to do? Uh, head exploding emoji sent. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I feel like it's not his most original idea though because this just remind. i mean you just watched the circle i did i and hadn't it's, it's uh, pretty much exactly the same thing sent yeah it's like i uh i agreed to this before he had the idea first i'll say mm. but then when i watched the uh the show i was like mind blown emoji send <laughs> yeah can we can we break this contract i am tired already of saying send, send. Okay. I think we can break it down by segment. Uh, so just once we wrap up each segment, we can uh, send the message. Send. And that is the last one. Now right. we can get into the show. Whew, man. All right. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to see you again. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, this is our first episode of 2020. Isn't that exciting? It is. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. We had a nice hug sesh before uh, we started. It was a great hug. Um, we've been texting and, and Facebook messaging a lot, but yeah, it's good to see you and really excited to see you on, uh, we're recording this on Sunday. It's the day of the big game. Everyone's got their teams. They're rooting for one or the other, and it's a big game day. Super Bowl day. No, my favorite <laughs> no, day no, no. of the year. Hey, you can't super. Don't, no, stop. It's so super. Stop saying su- you gotta say big game. Bull over the competition. Jeez, oh, you know it's like twenty thousand dollars each time we say the SB word. Super Bowl. No, yes, you can't say it. We're we're probably gonna have to. Well, we don't really edit stuff out, so oh, I guess we'll just have to accept the God. fine. Uh, yeah, use the big game instead. Shoot, between this and the Nerbert chat, I'm down about five million. Uh, yeah, 
That's a, Ooh, boy. That's a, that's a lot of money. That's steep. All right. Well, I'm going to try not to think about that. Let's listen to some good music, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, of course, best song ever, where Brian and I each hand-select three juicy musical nugs to present to you. And if Brian plays one that uh, really makes me salivate, then I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. And if I play one that gets his... Uh, the hair standing up on the back of his neck, mm-hmm. then he's going to give his, which is Papa Likey. Ooh, feels good to say that again. Yeah. It's been too long since Papa Likey'd. Just get another one out. May as well. Papa Likey. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get us started, Brian? I would love to. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to start off the year with a bang. I think um, as soon as I heard this song, I knew I had to open up 2020 with this jam um it's a song from one of my favorite artists making music right now we haven't heard anything from her in like three years this is her first song in three years i'm talking about austra oh Uh, toronto-based wonderful musician katie stelmanis and uh she has some great albums from uh, 2011 feel it break 2013 olympia and 2017 future politics that one it's that's great. the one i yeah. heard the you should check out olympia that's maybe my favorite yeah. one but um is there going to be an album in 2020 i hope so i haven't heard any news but she just put out this single and um i love it let's just uh let's take a listen to it this is ostra with risk it Thank you. 
give that the first Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy of 2020. Yeah. Oh boy. What great song building going on there. When it first starts uh, with that synth just by itself. I like that mm-hmm. when it's like you see the piece isolated and then you see it fit in with everything else and then it heightens and stuff adds there. Um, loved it when the beat kicked into when her voice first came up. Yep. I was like, it's been a few years. Is that how she sings? I remember she did some crazy <laughs> right. operatic yes. stuff, and I was like, this is probably an effect. Um, yeah, but that was uh, cool. I liked the high voice. And uh, at the end there, when she just lets the beat rock out mm-hmm. with the voice going and adding like little subtle uh, like synth flourishes there. Oh, it was lovely. I'm glad you liked it. Great uh, jam. Yeah, such a great jam. Yeah, when, when her voice starts uh, at the beginning, I was like, oh, do I like this? I'm not sure. And then the, when it comes back around it, with the full beat going yeah. on, it's like, oh, yeah, this is sweet. I know. That's what you, it's like. At first, yeah. just hearing the first couple elements by themselves, you're like, not sure what to make of it. But when yeah. it all comes together. And now I, I love it. I think it's it's so fun. Um, she's always looking for new ways to use her amazing voice. And this is something she hasn't really done before. And so, so I really like that. And then it kind of settles into this really nice synth pop song that, like you said, just keeps building and building. And I also love when a song lyric uses repetition to kind of change the meaning. So she Mm. leads into the chorus with, I'm too afraid to risk it. But then in repeating risk it over and over again, it's like encouraging to risk it. Um, So I I just, I just think it's a really well-written song. Uh, and I hope again that it points to some sort of uh, album in the near future. I bet it will. Uh, that seems likely. And um, sometimes, you know, R R's and W's sound the same. So I I found myself singing this while I was whisking some eggs. Right, so I was like, singing whisk it. You know, I uh, I was thinking to that it. too. Uh, at certain times, if I listened for it mm-hmm. that way, I heard whisk it as well. So it's a, it's not only is it a really great song, just it's in general, breakfast. it's pro breakfast. Who doesn't love breakfast? Um, she's heavily in the MABA uh, segment of Make America Breakfast Again. <laughs> not MBGA, Make Breakfast Great Again. She wants no. to make America breakfast. She wants to make again. breakfast for us, and she's. <laughs> whisking hey, one egg at a time i'll never turn down a good egg that's right and uh speaking of a good egg ostra is a real good she's egg. a good egg so that was ostra with risk it out now on domino send all right well my first song comes from an la based singer songwriter producer multi-instrumentalist named ethan gruska uh he recently released his sophomore album on guard on god that's a fun name it is it, it makes me think of like fencing yeah like or you, like this, you want to stab me yeah or like the swordfish from donkey kong whose name was Ooh, on guard i forgot that was his name i oh. think that might this might be sort of a tribute album i think it mm. might be like some on guard covers because you know he had a good career for a while in the mm. 90s so um but i i like what he's doing with them mm. you know like making them non-swordfish specific you know mm-hmm. um no that that is good and i gotta say if if there's some yearning and pain on this album, I yes. would identify with it because of like when you're riding around on 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 guard, um, yeah, and you 
you accidentally like hit something and then he swims away and you can't get back the to yearning him. yes oh, like that is one of the worst feelings in video and game actually playing. the song that we're gonna listen to is called enough for now and it's about like not yearning for something more but being happy with what you have mm-hmm. and so it's like yes i let on guard get away but i still got my my health i'm still gonna mm-hmm. be able to mm-hmm. swim through this with my monkey brother next to me right yeah and listening to some great music which the water levels always had really nice music oh yeah so yeah we're gonna listen to this song enough for now and uh this song is also a nice poppy jam but it's kind of subdued yet propulsive and driving at the same time and uh ethan has a great musical history he was in uh, this band the bell brigade and then he performed and produced sessions for many artists we played on this podcast. The Nationals, Matt Berninger, mm. Manchester Orchestra, Joseph, Kimbra, and he co-produced Phoebe Bridger's upcoming album and her previous album. Mm. And she's on this song. Wow. And it's like just a few months ago I played her song with Matt Berninger. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about how she's just the collaborator extraordinaire uh, working mm-hmm. with Matt Berninger, Connor Oberst, Lucy Dacus, Julian Baker, all the greats, um, and now joining Ethan Gruska on this song. So, Brian, let's just not even think about the past, not look ahead. Let's just live in this moment and let it be enough for now. Here's Ethan Gruska and Phoebe Bridgers with Enough for Now. <laughs> Yeah. 
That is a nice poppy nug um, with a real strong chorus. I do love me some Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, her her voice is like so good, but it's kind of buried in that song a little bit, and I just wish it would sh- like have its full force. I don't know. It, she feels a little underused. She's to a me. support player in this song, yeah. uh, but I think she makes the song uh, the in the chorus those their yes. voices together yes. and. Uh, we talked about it on her other song, that heightening in the third chorus. To mm-hmm. let this be. I'm like, oh yeah, you saw me doing the old uh, hand raising thing. I did. Yeah, um, we we used to record this in a darker room where we couldn't see each yeah, other, and now, now it's, it's we're seeing it all. It's a beautiful day out. We gotta let the sunshine in, you know. That's right, and uh, it's it's weird to see reactions, but that was fun to see. Uh, I could tell. Oh yeah, that's a part Luke really that's, likes because yeah. he, he raises his hand and she goes higher, and that was a it was a good part. Yeah, the chorus of that song stands out. I kind of like how I do and I don't. I don't know how everything bleeds together, and it's kind of this like wall of sound where where different instruments shine at different points, but it also kind of all gets washed together. I don't know. It's I think I need to spend more time in the in the universe to like be able to appreciate it more yeah i really enjoyed this album because he sort of elevates the whole singer songwriter thing which is a style that i've been uh seeing a lot with like singer songwriters where now they are like this has like really like slick production and rich arrangements all the strings and all that Mm -hmm. and like throughout the album he does really interesting uh things with production before i talk about the lyrics uh the other two features on this album are Leanne Le Havas, mm. you're familiar with her? Mm-hmm. She had a great album in 2015, and Moses Sumney, who I love so yes. much. Um, that idea of Enough for Now that I was talking about, I was thinking about, I was watching that The Mind Explained on Netflix, where, and they were talking about like the hippocampus, how that's the part of our brain that thinks about past and then plans for the future, and how like there are certain species that don't really use that part of the brain and just live completely in the moment and like i i think about that a lot because i feel like sometimes uh like i with everything in life you're just like i gotta do this i gotta do this looking so much externally in every parts of your life like seeing like oh i want to make the life i the way i want it to be and so i'm like i gotta make sure I'm re- I read this thing so I know this they have this knowledge mm-hmm. and watch this and then oh I want to make sure my personal relationships and like sometimes it's just putting so much pressure on yourself for the future and he's saying like at wanting your luck to change I won't ask for better luck when sometimes I think there's so much that take for granted when you look at things that way and you're like 
oh man, I should look at what I have because I've actually got a lot of things that are really great that a lot of people wish they had that I take for granted every day. Um, so yeah, I think that's just a beautiful sentiment about being happy where you are right now and being like, maybe I'll die trying, maybe it won't work out, but I'm going to try and just think that I'm good enough, you know, which is a, is a tough thing sometimes to, cause I feel like there's so much pressure. I feel like, especially in our generation, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do everything and be everything. And I feel like sometimes it's like, just be yourself and that's good enough. Cause mm-hmm. what's the thing if you, uh, if you go somewhere else, you're still there because it all starts with, that's what you said, when you lay your head on the pillow, it feels like home, that like loving yourself and accepting yourself because otherwise all that external stuff means nothing if you don't love yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could say more, but I think that's good enough for now. Uh, that was Ethan Gruska and Phoebe Bridgers with Enough For Now from Ungod mm. out now on Warner Records. Send! All right, so kind of something that I feel like you and you and I have been doing is like, all right, what's going to be the first great album first of twenty twenty? We're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. Um, and I I think that's some pressure that we we put on ourselves because we're like, <laughs> there you go. I gotta hear this, and I if know. I don't, maybe I'm missing it. Where where is the first great album? In the music world, is so overwhelming, especially right. when you have a week like this week where so many things. You're like, well, I gotta get to all of them. And um, uh, there was a an album that came out uh, two weeks ago that I I think is at least the first good album of 2020. I really like it. It's not at all my normal thing, so it's hard to judge exactly mm. how how good it is. But um, I, I really really like it. This is from Zero Seven Zero Shake. Yeah, which um, is really interesting. Uh, release from a new jersey based singer rapper she got her start during kanye's wyoming albums um she was on yay on Pusha t's daytona on mm. Nas's nasir and uh tayana taylor's ktse so she was on hmm. like most yeah. of the the albums during that phase and then um this was all before she put out an album you know and then right. her debut album came out two weeks ago no album out what's that Nicki minaj line mm. something like 50 oh yeah no album no out. album out yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's her that was her and it, she her first album came out on good music and def jam so uh, not a bad start to a career she's um, getting out her dreams yeah <laughs> that's a good, good stands for good her. music yeah um and yeah this is a little more poppy like pop rappy than i normally am attracted to um but i think she does something unique and different on it by embracing a lot of like 80s synth sounds and i don't know it's just it's a really interesting uh album from from start to finish and i love this song especially this is the song i heard randomly and was like oh what now uh who's this zero seven zero shake I uh, gotta check this out. So let's take a listen to 070 Shake with Guilty Conscious. My mind won't let me rest. Voice in my head. I hear what it says. I can't trust a thing. If I picked up and heard. 
fast that you fuck it I can say this without a guilty conscience. Lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Yeah, there's um, no, no guilt in that. No guilt. No. No shame in my game. Um, That, uh, I, I have been making a playlist of, you know, just all the songs I like and throw singles from different albums and going through it again. Because like I said to you, I listened to this when it came out, really liked it, and then completely forgot about it and didn't really go back to it. And I think like I've been sort of the past couple of months disconnected from the world of music and it really slows down around the holidays too, yeah. but I've definitely been wanting something to grab me back in. And I feel like this one definitely did grab me uh, like above a lot of other albums that were coming out. And uh, I saw that I had like the most 
jams in my playlist from this album and mm-hmm. i was like i need mm-hmm. to go revisit that and then just hearing that again because i completely forgot what it even sounded like uh i was like okay i really need to revisit that because that was so cool just absolutely gorgeous i it reminds me of like tierra whack meets celine dion yeah because she's doing that sort of like rap sing style but then just beautiful voice uh big 80s ballad vibe mm. uh there's even a phil collins-esque dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's the best one of maybe the best part of that song and like i don't i can't really understand much of the words i'm sure if i listen a couple more times i'll pick up on them but other than guilty conscience but i just love just the way her voice moves and just with that melody and those synths oh absolutely gorgeous definitely um yeah i was actually just reading through the lyrics because i'm like oh i've never actually read yeah. through them just just now and um the the line is there goes my guilty conscience yeah. uh, because she so the she walks in and sees uh, someone on another one's body uh, so someone cheating on her mm-hmm. um, and says ghosts of the past came to haunt me I caught you but you never caught me Ooh. I was sitting here waiting on karma there goes my guilty conscience mm. so it's kind of a repercussion car- karma uh, she cheated on someone and then uh, they cheated on her and she doesn't have to feel guilty anymore i guess so yeah. uh but yeah it's oh uh, wait so is it like there goes my guilty conscience yeah, like I, it goes out the window i think so oh, I, I don't know i don't see, know interesting because yeah i originally interpret it as like oh there goes my guilty conscience again making myself mm. feel bad for something uh but maybe it is yeah like now i'm clear i'm absol- absolved yeah could could be Either way, I don't know. I'm sure it still kind of sticks around yeah. uh, anyway. But um, old ghosts and empty devils. That's right. That's, that's so Doctor Sleep. Oh, I, should, I need to watch it. Um, so yeah, this I feel like this is definitely the best song on the album. Uh, it's the most '80s for sure. Yeah. The, there, there are other ones that are more like current sounding. Although this, I do feel is is uh, it blends it well. It blends yeah. it well. But there are more like more overt uh like you know of of now mm-hmm. rap sound um something but, you would more expect on good music because right you know this uh definitely surprised me when i found out she was on good music yeah it but it's really good it's a it's interesting from start to finish um it's it's really strangely structured like the first two songs are both like a minute or a minute 15 long like it's just it, it kind of throws you off at the beginning, brings you into this world, and switches up the sounds a lot along the way. Uh, it's it's a really fun and uh, yeah, if you like this song at all, I highly recommend checking out the the rest of that album. That was zero seven zero shake with guilty conscience from Modus Vivendi, which is out now on Good Music slash Def Jam. Send. Uh, looks like she's got a face tattoo that says zero seven zero. So you know that is pretty much when you file your forms at the rappers union mm-hmm. uh, these days. They make you get at least one face tattoo. Hers looks very classy, very uh, stylish with the zero seven zero. I like it. So yeah, the zero seven zero is actually um, her zip code in new jersey and she was part of some like zero seven zero squad or whatever mm, i you think know? i remember reading that yeah so that's that's where the number comes i from. think you mean area code because those are three no it's it's zip code my friend zip codes are five 
look letters. It up. Go ahead usually. and look it up. <laughs> Five letters. Five numbers usually. Postal zip code zero seven zero. Oh, we're talking P.O. box. <laughs> Postal zip code. No, it's the zip code. Located in the state of New Jersey. Those New Jerseyans drop two numbers off their zip code? Like, yeah. what do you think? You're better than me? Zip code 070 is one of 920 three-digit zip codes in the country. Oh, wow. So, maybe I need to check my privilege with my five numbers. You do. Zip codes. You do, because you didn't even believe me. Um, also, like, how can you start dialing zero when you dial a phone number? That's a good point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get real bitchy about my zip codes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to switch things up. This is definitely uh, a, a different sound that we're going into. Uh, this is the band The Districts. Uh, have Are you familiar with this band at all? Yeah, I think so. I've I've heard them before. They they've been around for a while. Yeah, right? they've yeah. been around. Uh, I first heard them back in 2015 with their album "A Flourish and a Spoil," which uh, I was listening today because I felt like they put out uh, that album in 2015. Popular Manipulations was their album in 2017. Also enjoyed that one a lot, and I remembered them as more like raw rock, sort of fuzzed out. A little rough around the edges, but with just like great melodies, great choruses, and like really catchy songs that stuck with you. Um, and then the the new stuff is a bit more polished. They definitely like switched up their sound on this new album. Uh, but I went back and listened. And I was like surprised. I was like, it's not as much of a departure as I think, even or as I thought it was. Even though they like do really like rock out on some of the older stuff, mm-hmm. where this stuff uh, seems a bit more. Uh, polished and just uh, like well-constructed song not so going so hard but it does build in a way as you'll see their new album you know i'm not going anywhere is uh coming out march 13th on fat possum and guitarist singer rob Grote said this this album was written as an escape and as reassurance I was falling in love with someone new and trying to juggle this desperate desire to escape with the need to show up in my life. It's pretty damn hard to be present and completely checked out all at once, which I think that's an interesting mm-hmm. thing. Cause that's something I've dealt with before. Like where, and we sort of talked about it earlier with like the wanting to be enough, but then sometimes you're in a bad situation. You want to escape, but you also want to change that situation. And it's mm-hmm. like, how do you do that? You need to be present in that situation to bring about the change and so that's just an interesting dichotomy an interesting thing he was going through he was considering not making music anymore and like really had this sort of turning point in his life but luckily they came back together and uh put this album together and it's really great this new song we're about to listen to is called cheap regrets uh he describes it as some late capitalist nihilism channeled into a district's dance party. He says, it's about extremes of American culture constantly reinforcing the self. And I love that there's like this darkness to it, but it's still super catchy as a great baseline. And it, you could have a nice district's dance party. And we will right now. I'm ready. I, I love dance parties. Um, always ready to get down. Party time. This is the districts with cheap regrets.
Papa Likey That Song. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was dancey. It was it had a, a rockin' edge to yeah, it, especially yeah. at the end. Nice rock out bit there. Um, catchy and also it, it felt a little grimy uh, in a good way. Yeah. It, it, it was good. Uh, and his voice reminds me of one of my favorite singers, Spencer Krug. Um, mm. He has a warble going on that yeah. I that I really like. And this song, it sounded like it could have been a Spencer Krug song too, which which I, I really like about nice. it. Um, but yeah, no, this uh, this very interesting. Um, I I don't know that I would have checked out this album just thinking about the districts. I, I makes me want to go back and reevaluate yeah. um, uh, their work. I would check out a flourish and a spoil. That's what got me into it, and it's really good. And yeah, that sort of rocking out build. That's a little more what I'd expect, but the whole like intro and like the sort of mm-hmm. atmospheric sort of build up i was like oh this is different for them but love how it uh hits that groove when that punchy drum just comes in right in the beginning mm-hmm. like oh yep. shit here we go and then how he goes into that sort of speak singing uh yeah these lyrics are very interesting uh like talking about like i didn't know what a mirror was till i went to la and then i didn't know about glory till firsthand in new york seems like he says like i saw the smut and the fury and the dregs of the earth like these two different like the underbelly and the sort of polished uh you know image mm-hmm. that people put out like in what you think of la and the wealth going around jacuzzis and uzi you know he says i rose a statue over cheap regrets i think about i don't know it just seems like these people who come into it's sort of like you get power, you get fame, you get money at what cost, you know, and you're building your statue over these cheap regrets and put someone on a pedestal, but then things come out, you know, and uh, you see like, oh, that's sort of like the sacrifices, the compromises you make to get to that point. And uh, there, uh, there's some cheap regrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the line in this song that I was... Um really drawn to uh he he says and in, in the country we're just burning up to the weakest links just a drain on the food um just thinking about yeah people complaining about like poor people getting benefits for food and like how they're just draining us of of food but at the same time like we're a culture that the tons of food that we waste every year it's so much that's what it's, it's like it's, there's no yeah. excuse for that really it's like in the country that we live in that that's that we're gonna villainize the least among us <laughs> right when it's like they have it the hardest of all of us yeah you know? it's it's that that was interesting the the rest of it i it's a lot to digest it i know it's, and like that's a, strange a lot i feel I like, like it. we barely even scratched the surface <laughs> yeah. of all this stuff i looked up what a bellini is he says bikinis oh bellinis, yeah man pate. B- bellinis are good um <laughs> i i think i'm a uh a the the dregs of the earth i'm not familiar with this fancy <laughs> cocktail i guess i'm more of a jacuzzi uzi sort <laughs> yeah, of guy I think so. um but yeah no bellinis are are like um mimosas but with peach juice instead oh that sounds like something instead I'd of like. orange juice champagne okay. and peach juice my friend yeah. Oh, yeah we should make some next time yeah so that was the districts with cheap regrets from you know i'm not going anywhere out march 13th on fat possum send all right, so my the last song I'm going to play today comes from, I think, 
I'd have to spend some more time thinking about this, but I'm pretty sure this is my favorite musician who hasn't released a full-length album yet. Um, this is Westerman, and uh, he has released a couple EPs, some amazing singles. I love this guy, a London-based singer-songwriter. He does kind of what you were talking about with uh, Ethan, where he... Mm-hmm. Ethan Gruska, is that yeah. right? He is a singer-songwriter, but he's kind of flipping the script a little bit yeah. on what that means. He does a lot of synth and uh, atmospheric uh, changes in his songs, but still a singer-songwriter at heart. And this new song is one of his best. I don't know if it's if it is his best, but it's it's such an amazing song. I've listened to it so much, and this is the first "You Make Fun of Me." I say throughout the year, "Oh, this is the best song of the year." Yeah. A lot of times, this is the first time I'm using it. Uh, this is my first favorite song of the year uh, from Westerman. This is my first favorite song from an artist who had an EP, three singles, and one of those being my last favorites. Was, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're just, putting a lot of conditions <laughs> on it. Making it very specific. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love this song. It's called Blue Comanche, and um, Westerman describes it like this. Uh, Blue Comanche is about the inevitability of environmental loss as a consequence of modernization. Uh, He he goes on to say, I'm not a Luddite. I don't think we should go back to the Stone Age or anything. But there's still something profoundly sad about what's being lost. And um, he it's a pretty lengthy statement. He talks about um, being frustrated with party politics and how the cyclical nature of it means you're giving and taking and kind of you gain ground, you lose ground, like where, what's actually being accomplished. Um, and then he, he says, I wanted this to be a calming song, though, not angry. Today, it's so easy to live in an echo chamber of bad news. But if you look hard, you can still see individual acts of kindness everywhere. You have to be engaged and stay sensitive to suffering, but it's not constructive to live in that space all the time. And I, I didn't really know the meaning of the song when I heard it so much, but it felt so soothing to me. And knowing, like, his thoughts on it, this is exactly where I've been with news and and information lately at the beginning of the year. I've had to, like, cut myself off from some of my news sources just because it's so much. And just to, like, exist in this calming, soothing state of this song has been so nice and rewarding for me. So, let's exist in that space together i'd love to and listen to westerman with blue comanche turn back around turn back around Enough. 
I wasn't there, could not relate, wasn't to know. My head goes now, the rest must follow. I have been looking for an answer. Turn back now, Comanche, walk me through the blue corn and sundown. song ever that was so soothing i don't even yeah. want to speak too loud i know i feel like i just went through a spa experience um i'm very relaxed and calm and soothed and healed mm. so yeah you done good kid lordy lordy barry gordy <laughs> i say it already <laughs> i'm not sure i am like floating and don't know where the ground is or what you've been saying. So um, you may have said it, but I'm glad that you reiterated that yeah. you did say it. Um, yeah, that song is so good. Yeah. Um, it's it's beautiful, and I have no idea what the lyrics mean, and I'm okay with that. I know Turn what back he around. Mean. Turn back around, Comanche. Walk me through the blue-cornered sundown. Uh, blue cornered sundown mm-hmm. oh i thought he was talking about blue corn i was like is this a tatooine blue milk situation mm-hmm. like in star wars <laughs> um i thought maybe i was picturing fields of blue corn mm-hmm. and that looked sure. really cool to me yeah i i think that works i think it works on a lot of different levels and yeah. um yeah i i really so this song was to announce that he had signed to partisan records mm. i really hope that means that there's an a full-length album out this year i'm sure um in the meantime people go back listen to every song he's ever written they're all so good i love this guy 
so much can't wait for the music he puts out it's uh, it's special and and beautiful but interesting and and just uh i love the the sonic universe he creates yeah. um yeah yeah it's like there's dr robotnik and knuckles yeah. and yeah he ben schwartz is yeah. there doing the voice he scored the the movies the because universe. of the, the sonic universe he i creates, heard that yeah. he was the reason that they changed the effects they were like we don't care about the people mm-hmm. on twitter westerman said you get in there you make sonic look better you do something about yeah. those teeth and they did it for yeah. him but he did it in such like a different like way where he didn't say that exactly no. but they knew he, they just felt they it knew, yeah. he just exudes yeah. that energy yeah. yeah um no but uh in all seriousness joking aside um we'll put that aside right now but yeah. uh i uh i liked the idea because already like i feel like you start seeing as we're getting closer to the primary and the election you start to see the fighting it's interesting now because be being more of a democrat i've seen a lot of infighting online mm, right between yeah. where it's like it's you are like oh it's that time again <laughs> it's like exhausting to think about but it's sort of different this time it's yeah. like uh but you can tell everyone's getting fired up and like I, i'm as guilty as everyone else i get fired up too you know there's a lot of emotions run high and when you don't see eye to eye on things like it can be frustrating but i feel like really when humans just interact with each other i feel like it really like twitter's not real life i feel like in general when humans interact with each other like there is an understanding and an empathy usually like the majority of people even if you do disagree on things so um yeah i like that um just soothing uh you know appreciating humanity angle yeah yeah so that was westerman with blue comanche out now on partisan records sent all right well we're uh getting to our final message here and then we won't have to uh do this stupid nervert chat anymore good um my last song comes from someone that uh I know you've been a fan of their work in another realm. This is Augusta Coke of the band Katana, who you've played on this podcast oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Katana. Um, yep. Yeah. It took me a minute, and then I remembered. Yes. Yeah. This is Augusta Coke from Katana, and this is her new project, Glady. And uh, the debut LP of Glady comes out in February. It's called Safe Sins, which that title and a lot of the these songs were taken from her personal notebook of poetry. Mm-hmm. So the album does feel like a sort of diary, confessional, very personal lyrics because it is taken from her personal journal. And um, we're going to listen to this song called A Pace Far Different. And you'll hear the titular Safe Sins come up in there. So let's take a listen to Glady with a pace far different.
Yeah, Papa Like It, that song. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't know that I had heard that. I, I thought I did, but man, it, I if I had, I would have remembered it. Yeah, I thought you'd <laughs> dig that one. Um, yeah, the, I love the the sound so much. I'm I'm super excited for uh for this album now. Um, just kind of how it feels like it's looping, but also changing throughout. Um, and the I don't know, just the combination of of the guitar with kind of synths and interesting beats and yeah I, I just i really really enjoyed it um you know they're from philadelphia which yep. i love those philly rock bands philly these baby. days and um yeah yeah really really good good job yeah i really love uh i mean that that drum beat is so driving and great and then the everything else is sort of more like soft and twinkly over that i like it though that you have that propulsive beats sort are of driving the whole thing uh, her voice is incredible. Very unique voice. I feel like mm-hmm. I just uh, always know it when I hear it. And um, I love certain lyrics here. I want to get your take on these. Give them to me, baby. So first, the will you use my body as a furnace? I long to be of service, which that lyric is what like hooked me. I was like, I love that. Like, mm. I feel like I liked the sound of the song. Remember? I was just like, I don't know what it is about that. I love it. It sounds sort of like sarcastic and funny but also with a deeper meaning too i feel like if you take it on its face just being like i want to escape my body burn it up i can help you out and it's like oh that's kind of nice but also should you be letting them use your body as a furnace right or it could just be like something to warm you up or like something to give you comfort oh that's a that's a nice take i also thought um because, yeah, I'm like, you could interpret it as, like, that's a sweet, like, I long to be of service, like, doing something for someone else. Also, Safe Sins, I want to get your take on that. Because I've mm-hmm. been breaking this down because I thought of it as, like, okay, you've got your venal sins and you've got your critical sins, I think they're called. I learned this from the two popes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know the types of sins. Um, what's the context around the line, Safe Sins? She says, you said my loneliness was a safe sin and you said my grief was a safe sin. So I originally was thinking, yeah, like safe sin, like you're good. Like it's a sin, but it's you're you're safe to commit Mm -hmm. it basically. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking of it maybe in a term thinking of loneliness and grief when you're going through these times, how you can get stuck in you get comfortable in the depression, you get comfortable Mm -hmm in the the toxic thoughts and so it becomes sort of like a safe sin where it's like it's bad for you but it becomes safe it brings Mm, you that comfort as well so yeah i don't know comfort yeah like a comforting sin yeah that 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 makes sense to me um yeah no it's i i like the i don't know like safe sins is uh it's a great title um also just you know it's uh it's provocative and interesting yeah it's venial sins and mortal sins. Those Ooh. are the big boys. So venial or safe? Are are penal sins venial sins? Uh, <laughs> I or penile. I'm sins? not sure if they would if penile would be venial or if the, that would be mortal. 
This is this is tricky. We need the two, we need the two popes. Just, we got to consult the. I mean, you follow yes, the one. Yes, you Benedict. follow the one pope I on Twitter, right? Pope Francis. Send him a send him pope a message Francis. and ask him where do is, where do penile sins fall on the venial versus mortal? I say Frankie, penile venial, huh? <laughs> All right, so that was Glady. I think it is Glady because their Twitter handle is at Glad underscore e e e e. Okay, that was Gladdy. I had previously said Glady. Sorry. And Brian had jokingly said, oh, Gladdy. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Gladdy. Gladdy. Okay, so we're going to go with Gladdy. Uh, a pace far different. That's from Safe Sins, which is out February 28th on Lamo Records. And actually, I had said to you, because I got an advanced copy of the record, you know, and I was listening to it. Right. Yeah. And um, I was like, I really love this. This might be the first great album of 2020. But you're like, it doesn't come out till February. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. And the end of the month, I think, right? Isn't Yeah, February 28th. But still, it's going to be one of my favorite early 2020 albums Mm -hmm. for sure. Q4. Q1. Q1. Q1 of... 2020 i'd say for uh the fiscal year this one's gonna come in pretty high did you send send all right all right we got one thing left to do and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in our segment shouts all right first up shouts to not a surf classic band that's all yeah. You, that's all you need to know. They're a classic band. I I enjoyed a couple of those new singles they shared. So, Never Not Together is that album. Also, Shopping, awesome band uh, with Rachel Ags from Sacred Paws is in that band mm-hmm. as well. And uh, they just released a new single that was pretty good. Maybe it'll show up on this podcast. I'm not making any promises, but there's uh, we're in talks. So, um. Also, Christopher Paul Stelling is a good uh, folk singer. He's got Best of Luck coming out. So uh, that's some good stuff. And you're not going to want to miss this little Skittles joint that's coming out on the 5th. Uh, I've, I've got a couple. Just a couple. Uh, the Homesick uh, with the Big Exercise. We've played a song. That's going to be good. From that album earlier uh, last year. It feels like forever ago that we played that. And do you hear that new single? They had another um, one. I, I don't think it's that new now, but it was it was pretty sweet. Mm, I'll have to check that out. And also, against all logic, uh, I love this guy Nicholas Jar, uh, yeah. one of his alter egos. And uh, I didn't realize until just now that he has a, a full album coming out, 2017 to 2019. It's called his last uh, album under Against All Logic. I loved, and uh, I'm excited for this one as well. He got Twigsy on a track. Twigsy on the track. Hollywood, Hollywood. Baby. Hollywood, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, as always, we got to thank our three daddies. We're a Planet App podcast powered by Pinecast. You know it's true. Good to be back on on the cast, on the plan, on the PAP network. Mm. Uh, we've been gone for a couple months, so we're happy to be back. Also, we got a third daddy. You want to lay it on me? <laughs> Yeah, our third daddy's offshelf.net. No one can deny it. Uh, it's our third daddy. It's a website. It's got a lot of good content on it. You got some board game coverage. You got music coverage. What else could you ask for? They have a sweet 
monthly digital zine that they send out. You should you should subscribe to that. They have shelf sessions, which are uh, live performances by really cool artists, and uh, I mean so much more. Check mm-hmm. out offshelf.net if you know what's good for you. It's fun for the whole family. It is. All right, that's gonna do it for us this week. I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you don't let the bastards grind you down. This is best song ever. Rock fingers emoji, guitar emoji, send. Mm-hmm.